ratings, which is basically like they survey a group like a, a small portion of people, and I think they extrapolate numbers out of that. So they're like, okay, you know, this many people watch. I don't think there's like outside of that, I don't think there's any way to really track. Um so back to your point, no, streaming services aren't counted towards like any real rating uh yeah, ratings, I suppose. Yeah, I mean I it would obviously this is would be meant for like shows that are, you know, new or currently airing or something which i know obviously for streaming service do do they all just drop them or do does do any of them like do besides disney plus do like a weekly drop of a new show um i think some of them have started to do that for instance i'm pretty sure when the boys comes back comes back on uh amazon prime they're going to be doing it like once a week or whatever oh you, you know what did did amazon was amazon already doing that with shows though Maybe I haven't been watching anything on Amazon, so I can't say for certain. But wait, what did you want to know about Amazon? I does it. Well, I, do you watch Amazon Prime TV shows? Yeah, a lot. That's like because I'm so like I've watched everything else on all the other ones that like I just started watching Amazon Prime. I'm shit. trying to remember if they've released them on a weekly basis. Like I'm trying to remember if the Marvelous Miss Maisel sure was a, one big drop or if I could I had to watch it week to week. I'm pretty sure we watched The Boys in like a three day sitting. I think that's Amazon Prime, right? Boys. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I didn't watch that show. It's so good. You should watch it. I know. I need to watch it. I don't know. I mean, there, there's something to be said about, about both models because I like having, I like having the shows that I can just gulp down like in a sitting. But I also like, I don't know. You kind of miss that, like looking forward to the show every week. You know what I mean? Well, that was part of the problem. I think that's why they started doing like week to week largely because if someone binges a show like let's say oh i'm gonna get netflix for stranger things and then you can watch all stranger things in an afternoon or like a day or whatever and then cancel your free subscription then they're losing people it's like all right we have to get them on the hook for, for yeah i mean i get that part of it i i really am i i wish that these numbers were public access so you could like look at them and dig into them i mean i kind of get why they're not but it, it would be interesting to see what that number of people actually is that like don't have netflix or you know some other service and they only pick it up to you know watch something for a month and then drop it i mean i i i get we talk about it like more more often than we should i wrote down a note for myself last time and i didn't still didn't do it i have subscription services that i need to cancel and i still just don't i forget every time I have Apple Arcade that needs to go. I have CBS All Access that needs to go. I can probably cancel Hulu. I don't really use Hulu for anything. I use Netflix at least. I mean, I I guess at this point, I don't really watch much on Netflix either. But at least Netflix is like, I feel like it has, it has enough there that, you know, if I felt like throwing on Netflix, I feel like I'd find something to watch. No problem. Yeah, once the office is gone, good luck. Do they do they lose that? Is that I leaving? I think it's, it's 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 uh the new year. I think it's this is the last year of the office. Is it going to somewhere else? I think they're NBC's doing their own streaming service. I'm assuming. Oh, it's going to Peacock. Is that true, Mike? Do you know this? I believe so. Ugh, it's gonna get so much worse with all these other new dumb yeah, services. No, I don't know why they think that like if you have Comcast, you have Peacock. Like oh, cool, so perfect. You're already set. Yeah, but it's just one other thing to segment all my media. I don't need all this shit. I mean, all I ever do when I put on my TV is I talk into the controller and it just directs me to whatever area that it's on, you know, like if I want, if I did something on the watch. Yeah. 
I don't want to do any of that. I, I guess maybe maybe Mike would know the answer to this, and if it doesn't exist, I wonder if it's possible. Is there some like third party solution that like takes all of your things and just puts it all into one bucket? Is that a thing you can do? No, I missed the bucket. That would be that <laughs> would be close my mouth. <laughs> like a great uh, yeah. I'm just gonna talk over that. That'd be like a great uh, th- I, I don't know if it's doable, but if there was a way for someone to come up with like a like a streaming bucket basically that it's like oh you just enter your like you just log into your things through this app or whatever and it pulls I think that would just be all... like getting a Roku signing into all your things and be like I don't know how Roku works but I'm sure you could tell it's like I want to play this and it'll open it up on one of the yeah, things Yeah, I mean I guess. I don't know, Mike. I'm just I'm 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 looking at the with, with the with the thought of even more of these services coming next year and, and like segmenting specific things out even more. I'm just like, at this point, I, I, it's too much to keep track of. I don't want, I don't like, I I just won't watch the office on Netflix or or on Peacock anymore. I'll just watch it. If it's on comedy central reruns and that's about it. I don't need to. There's like no good TV out right now, except for like the shows we mentioned. This week really hasn't been that great at TV recently. I don't even know the last time I, went out of my way to watch a TV show that was on like cable television and not a streaming service. Uh, Breaking Bad is like the only thing I can think of. I mean, maybe one of you can correct me if I'm like forgetting another show. I watched the outside of the Stephen King show and that was really good on HBO, but that's the last show I've actually watched. watched. But I, I mean, I would at this point, especially I'd consider HBO its own thing too. It's got its own streaming shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you know, you can you can say Big Brother, but we're not gonna say that because that's silly. Is there something? Is there anything on TV that you watch, Mike? That's only available on cable television? Bunch of things. Well, you're the TV guy. Mike has a fucking Mike has a separate planner of some sort in his phone just for watching television shows, which I'm I'm not hating on. I'm just like, that's you got your shit together <laughs> i wouldn't be able to fucking keep track of any of that mm-hmm. anyways welcome everyone to the past control podcast a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture sometimes we have guests sometimes we talk about animal crossing too much either way we have a new episode for you each and every week as always i'm your host brennan groom and joining me on this lovely friday evening is the anime senpai himself mr michael lazier mike how are you doing tonight? Nah. Yeah. Did you get did you get cookies this week, Mike? Tonight? No. You gonna get that cosmic brownie? I don't actually really look good. at the lineup yet, so I, I I won't make any judgments yet. Yeah, I saw one. I just saw their Instagram post that was yeah. That's of, my style of, of cookie. Is a cosmic brownie. Um, rounding us out this lovely Friday evening is the former. Overwatch fiend, but yeah, kind of back on Overwatch and Mr. Action <laughs> Bang Bang Shot. I can't even say this. Stabby, stabby, shooty, shooty. Mr. Action <laughs> Bang Bang Shoot 'em up. Todd Carey. Pitch <laughs> is getting scary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Yo, what's your boy? Uh, I'm good. I'm uh, just waiting to fucking get this over with so I can go back to Ghost. Actually, let's play some Overwatch today, boys. Let's do it. Oh, Mike, you down? Why? Mike, <laughs> are you down? Todd asked. It wasn't me. It was Todd. You asked. He asked. We don't have to play a lot. We can just play like seven to twenty matches. <laughs> Mike, he's put you on the spot. What are you gonna say to this? I'm gonna say I'm gonna defer judgment until later. 
<laughs> I mean, Mike, we could play Overwatch and cut this episode fucking skin tight. Like, this can be like a 45-minute yeah, episode. I like it. You know what it's I mean? It's not going to happen. I mean, if you agree to Overwatch off the top, off the rip, if we if get a hard you, out. We get a hard if, out to meet Jeff Kaplan on the battlefield, Mike. I if mean, you agree to Overwatch straight up, I won't bring up my crazy big topic that I'm going to bring up in the last five minutes. <laughs> the crazy big topic has, ends up being Overwatch anyway. <laughs> so Let's talk about these Moira changes. Like, <laughs> yeah, here, here's the here's the sad truth either way, is whether we keep this a, a, a tight, you know, a slick 45 minutes and then go play Overwatch, or we let it run for another 45 minutes after... Todd is still going to talk about whatever he was going to talk about, either on the podcast or on Overwatch. So either way, you're going to get that conversation. Yeah, you're fucked regardless. Hey, listen, I don't, I don't mind the conversation. I've been very, very accommodating to those because I just let Todd talk. And I just, <laughs> I sit back. Mike ponders life. He flips through his, uh, his, his cable television network app that tells him what he needs to watch. I will say... I uh, so I finally got that new desk. I got my new monitor. So my setup back here in the office is like way cleaner, like way better. And I just right before we started recording, um, I ordered a nice like diesel surge protector for back here because I have a really nice one for the living room. Because I mean, at, there's a lot less plugged into it now, but there was a lot of like pretty much everything was out there. So it's like between three consoles, you know, TV, modem, all this other stuff. I'm like, I really don't need some sort of you know power outage or or storm to like break anything because ha- has that ever happened to either of you has anything ever has a, has something ever happened that broke something oh, for so. you? not that i can remember so i i always i don't know i mean i was i was always like like these some of these search structures are so expensive and it's like oh yeah but it it covers all this and if something happens you know you will replace it for all this stuff and i'm like yeah, I don't need any of that. Obviously, when I was at this age, I didn't care. But uh, I'm pretty sure that like a thunderstorm broke my Sega Dreamcast when I was when that when that console was around. So I think I think it it can happen. It's probably very it definitely know, can happen. I just I can't think between. of the time where it's occurred to me. But anyway, so I got a I got a nice diesel one from Anchor um, that just came in the mail. So I will. Uh, probably tighten some other things up back here, move some more things and it's going to be real nice back here. I'm I'm very excited. It's it's a lot less cluttered and I mean, you guys can see cuz I have my camera on. I don't know if you guys have my video on on that side, but I took down the big green screen behind me and there's just a small one behind me. So, there's just even more room back here because I eliminated a bunch of stuff that I just I don't need to use in the foreseeable future. We don't I don't need a fucking 10-foot green screen behind me for any reason. I'm probably not going to scream Beat Saber again, so. Learned your lesson. It just didn't really work. It, it just, it was, and it was very, there was a lot of things I had to move, and with this, like, bigger than I anticipated 4K monitor back here, I don't need that to, like, tip over because I'm fucking jumping around playing Beat Saber. Anyways. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore area, on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you want to get yourself some delicious fatties, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. On Fridays, they're open from 4 to 10. On Saturdays, from 2 to 10. And on Sundays, from 2 to 9. But on Sundays, if you want a little bit something sweet or savory or spicy in the morning, you, they get you covered. From 8 to 2, you can get yourself a chubby 
or a cinnamon bun. And let me tell you, we got those last week. Jen surprised us. She will surprise me. And she ordered some for de- for delivery. And uh, let me tell you, hit the fucking spot. And I know you like to say I don't eat fucking garbage anymore, Mike. Not that, that stuff's garbage, but I mean, it's not like what I've been eating typically. We had that on the weekend. And last night we got fucking Kowloon's. So I had fucking... You know, I had some couple of couple of delicious not fucking bean sprout bread or or you know whatever else other nonsense I'm eating. Exciting. So I don't I don't want to hear it, Mike. I don't want to fucking hear it. I can no, have I both. Mean, you can have both, but really you're only having the one. Yeah, that's true. I'm really only having the one. So before we get into the the big topic tonight, which is the Xbox Game Showcase, uh, I know what Todd has been playing. Obviously, Mike, you playing anything? What's what's your week look like with the, with the old video games? Anything good? Uh, well, I you know I go through my day of work, and then I'm you know laying down taking a nap, and then I get a text saying, "Hey, we're gonna be playing Overwatch." That's that's my week. <laughs> oh yeah, we did play a, a lot of Overwatch this week. Did we get two night sessions in this week? I think we did. Maybe three. We might have even well, played three nights. Uh, and I think two, but three, tonight will be three. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there we go. Look at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a soothsayer uh what's your what's your like drive-by take on the resurgence of overwatch for us mike are you like happy that this is happening or not i i'm getting nothing out of (laughs) you wait you don't enjoy it at all mike Eh, whatever i mean i text you and i'm like hey todd and i might hop on overwatch if you're interested and you're like all right cool it's like I know you have other things you could be doing. Why would you choose to play if it's not your jam? The other thing I could be doing is probably like just laying down. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. But you're not even like you're not even. It's just not. It's not check, checking any boxes for you. Yeah, I mean, two years ago it would have been like, yeah, let's do this. But now I'm just like, eh, whatever. So I'll what? Put it, I'll put it back in my Xbox. I was like, oh, cool. I, I finally got this drum set for Rock Band. I'm going to download some Rock Band every once in a while, like play some drums and, you know, forget about it. And then, oh, let's play Overwatch. I'm like, all right, shit. I got to take this thing out, find Overwatch, put it back in. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I bought this DLC for Control. I'll start playing that again. Play a little bit, kind of forget about it, walk away. Oh, we're playing Overwatch. Shit. Now I got to take Control out, find Overwatch. Put it back in. Bro, this is why you guys are going to go digital. No, right? stop it. I was just going to say, you and Todd with this, like, <laughs> it's a it's a pain to switch your fucking discs out. Just get out of it here. Is a pain. It takes two I seconds. Gotta, I got to get up. And then, obviously, like, I feel compelled to put the previous disc back in its case and then get the other case that has the other game and put that in. So then, you know, I'm taking games out of cases, putting them in cases, waiting for things to load, sit back down. It's a it's a whole thing. No, I used to be yeah. very pro physical media, and I still am on some like in a perfect world. If I got one, I would also have the other, just so I I like have the freedom to be like, oh, you know, I have the physical copy, but like that's why I typically would buy Blu-rays that you know have a digital copy with them, or prior to that, I would get a copy that had Blu-ray and the DVD because I could rip. The DVD copy. I can also rip the Blu-ray copy now too, but yeah. Before that, I would get the DVD and the Blu-ray just so I can have a a ripped copy of the DVD. See, I, I think 
I think the reason, at least with video games, that it's it's tough with video games because the business. I I think a big part of why there couldn't be that dual ownership is because there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of factors. I think there would just be too many situations where people would be buying the game, immediately redeeming the digital, and then immediately selling the game. And like, at least if you were selling a hard copy of a Blu-ray, I would imagine you don't get much money for that. Or at least the game, you could probably get, you know, bare minimum for a brand new game, like 20 bucks, I would imagine, if you went to GameStop or something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I get that. There, there being this like business model of of GameStop existing makes that kind of hard. I I wonder if the, I mean yeah I think I think it would just end up being a, a full push to digital before. When is the last like, time you've actually traded in a game in a GameStop or any place? See, but that's the thing is I don't I don't want physical media so I can trade it in. I want physical yeah. media because I just like having physical media. Plus at the same I, and I get the same point of some people who want physical media want it because. You know, if for some reason a game gets delisted off of a shop or something, they still own it and they can still play it. Where, you know, if I don't think I don't think there's a physical copy of Scott Pilgrim that exists, but if it did have a physical copy, the pe- you know, that game you can't buy it digitally, but people who had the physical copy could play it. Um, right, and that's part of the reason I think why I like also having physical copy too, in case there there are certain situations like. Um, I know for a while my problem with digital was I felt I didn't feel confident in either my internet speed or my local hard drive storage for whatever it is to like download something. I like to just be like, oh, I'm going to pick up a physical copy, pop it in there, done so. But now, you know, times have changed. Yeah, I I'm still a holdout. I know we've talked about this plenty of times. We know Todd's uh, pretty much fully transitioned to digital at this point. Um, I mean, there's some benefits to digital. Like right now, Todd and I are doing uh, game share with PlayStation. So I bought Ghost of Tsushima, and we both have it, um, which is which is great. And obviously, Dom and I have been doing that with Xbox this generation. So you know, him and I have been going back and forth on games. Um, but I mean, for me, it's just it's just the collector mentality. I like having you know my games yeah it takes up space yeah you know when this generation you're like running around with a switch for instance like it'd be super cool to not have to drag around all my games with me if i take my switch somewhere the switch is the is like the first time besides the game sharing aspect um with the the select games that i've we've done for digital for that reason but the switch has been the first time that i've debated like It'd be it'd be nice to not have to change out my games with this. It'd be nice to always have all of these games a click away because it's a portable system and I have it like I I use my switch in the office on the on the monitor. I use my switch in the living room on the TV. I use my switch in the bed. I use my switch when I travel. Like I use my switch at all times. So specifically for the bedroom and well, not that I'm really traveling much this year, but. For the bedroom and for traveling, it would be so much nicer to just have my games at the ready. Specifically, it'd be nice to have Animal Crossing Digital because I check my island every day. So it'd be nice to not have to switch that game so often. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. 
it is what it is. But uh, what about you, Todd? I know you're playing through Ghost, obviously, in Paper Mario. Any updates with those? Anything you want to mention with those guys? Or uh, oh, I started carrying too. Oh yeah, so talk about, talk about that a little bit, because because that was a game where I mean, Joe has changed his mind since he's been playing it now on Game Pass. But Joe was disappointed with that at PAX, and that kind of tainted, I think, my thoughts on that game. Well, this is why um, I don't like playing games at PAX and why I never play games at PAX. I just don't like the idea of someone like watching what I'm doing, like waiting for me to go. I just it doesn't it never feels comfortable. And I the only time I actually had a good time playing something at PAX was um when we played Killer Queen back with Black with the the the, the, the developers. That was that's that's probably one of my favorite uh like like game play times at PAX as well. That was a good time. Especially because they fucking beat us three to like <laughs> with with down one player. Right, on and we didn't even know what we were playing. Like, I mean, I it was my first time playing it. That is, so I didn't even know how to like even do what oh, we were yeah. doing. Oh yeah, it was our first. It was but our... I was fucked from us. We gotta fucking play that game, man. We I'll play, play it, it anytime. I'll play it anytime. It still hasn't come to Game Pass, right? It still hasn't come to Xbox. I don't know. I haven't looked. It was supposed to be a a game a, a Game Pass day one, but I just don't think it got uh, ported to Xbox yet. But that would be, I mean, it has crossplay, so that would be like the way for Mike and whoever else to play with us. But yes, you're playing Carry On. Uh, yeah, Carry On's great so far. I'm, I'm like a little further, I'm a little bit into it. Um, the, it's actually got more of a story than I was expecting to, so I didn't, I didn't really know that. I figured it was just going to be like, you know, you're just running around killing everything. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so far so good. I like that. It's free. It's on Game Pass, so I can't complain, but I'm like pretty much just knee deep in Ghost of Tsushima right now. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm like 25 hours in and I'm like nowhere near anywhere in that game. And you you're saying that this is quickly becoming your game of the year. It's up there, man. It's going to be a hard choice between this and um, Last of Us. We'll see. We'll see how I feel when I finish it. So Animal Crossing is just off the fucking ballot for you. I mean, it's up there as my game of the year. I don't think it would win game of the year, though. Just um, yeah. I don't know that you've put over 300 hours in. Yeah, you know, that's insanity to me. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's a fun little time waster. I mean, I don't think it it's it's fucking fun as hell, but it's not like revolutionizing gaming for me. Like kind of how like I felt like when I played Last of Us Two, I was in awe like ninety percent of that game. Same way, same way I feel with like Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like I, I'm like just in absolute awe the entire time I'm playing it. Before. I mean, this is we're getting ahead of the head of the game here a little bit. But before we get to our game of the year episode at the end of this year, I think we should all sit down and discuss like what the guidelines for our game of the year should be. That way, like we can properly argue for and against stuff just to have like a kind of set of like you know what are we looking at what does it need to do you know blah blah, blah. anyways does uh, does carry on sound like anything that would interest you mike no i downloaded it last night because uh you know it's devolver and it's on game pass so i'm like oh might, might as well hop in and check it out even though i didn't have an interest in it just because it looked like it wasn't my type of game uh more so for the like the tone and the theme uh not necessarily the gameplay but it's fucking like frantic. It's like too frantic for me. Maybe maybe just because I was playing it last night at like fucking one a.m. But I was like, I can't deal with this right now. It's too much. 
he moves so the, the little monster dude moves so fast. So it's fast. Like, but so it, fast. It, but it feels good. Like it doesn't feel like oh this doesn't work. Like Joe yeah, got me really be, worried about it that like it was like it gonna was feel janky. like really yeah like it was yeah. gonna be like a little bit like Pedro or something. Like I love Pedro, but like that game I could see how people would like you know maybe not like that game or it Did might you bother try them. Pedro on Xbox too or no? Yes. Does it still play not as good for you on Xbox? I love it. I love that game. And for me personally, once you get, I think that game, the the problem I had with it at first is I beat the game on Switch and didn't realize that I was getting like C minuses every time because I wasn't utilizing like combos and everything. Then my second playthrough on Xbox, I started getting more of a feel for it. So it was just one of the. It's a, it's a it's a weird game. It's like I think it takes a while to get used to. Yeah. I uh yeah I don't know how much more I'll play of it. I I played through like the first section last night and got to the first human part where you're playing as a human. Okay, I didn't know if you got to that part yet. I don't want to yeah. say anything. Yeah, like that's when you like, like put the, the first TNT part on the wall to. and everything. Yeah, I did that and then I didn't know how to set it off and I was like, I'm going to bed. I'm fucking exhausted. You have to wait for the other guy to um walk the 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 little rope down. He'll walk behind you. I think he sets it off himself. Maybe I can't. Oh, remember. so maybe my game like. Right, maybe I ran into a weird bug because the two guys just didn't move; they just stayed. Oh, really? There. So okay. maybe that, maybe I ran into a bug or something. Um, but yeah, I, maybe I might hop into it again one more time at least, just like maybe snag a few achievements or something. But yeah, it's you know it is there. That's the beauty of Game Pass; you can just download something, try, try it out. I wasn't Carry On didn't seem like a game for me to begin with. I don't, still don't really think it's a game for me. Um, but I have seen a lot of people enjoying it, so I'm happy to see another indie game bringing people bringing people that love um so yeah before this is like the 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 ideal segue i guess into the xbox game showcase before we get into that the only other game i've been playing besides paper mario and ghost of Tsushima, which by the way paper mario is fucking fantastic and i love this game like i it is so fucking clever like the writing is so good um i don't know how far you are at this point todd but like the battles get more difficult like at first i was like these battles are easy to like the puzzles are easy and like they get a lot tougher, which I was happy to see that it's not just like a fucking, you know, walk in the park. Um, but the game is so good. I, I love it. I'm I'm at the end of the second uh, boss right now. Or I'm getting close to the second boss right now. So I'm I'm enjoying that. I can't wait to. That's like my my days lately have been like, our, you know, work, other stuff, all the stuff. But for gaming, it's like, you know, ghosts during the day. And then at night, it's like all right, a little bit of Animal Crossing and then. Now we're playing Paper Mario for a few hours, and it's uh, it's, it sucks because Ghost has taken over all my Animal Crossing and Paper Mario time. It's like all I want to play. Yeah, Ghost. I'm main. You've probably done way more in the game than me, but main story wise, I'm much further than you. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna probably beat Ghost tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but actually, I I probably could have gotten closer to the end today, but I I kind of got sucked into side missions today. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I think that's kind of. Ghost is great. It's beautiful. Combat's fun. Uh, I think some of the side quests are a little bland or or you know samey. I've played a lot of quests that I feel like I'm just doing the same stuff, and I'm like, eh, I want more. Like if I was doing this quest to like get a dope costume, yeah. But like if, you know, I'm get I'm getting a little bit of fucking you know legend grow or whatever, like whatever they call it. Not your yeah. you don't level up. You your your legend grows. That's what it's called. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's another word they use though um for like what that experience points are what those are called anyways so the other thing that i've been playing <clears throat> pretty much uh because of yesterday or because of the 
what is today? Friday? I nothing makes sense anymore. Because of yesterday's game showcase, the Xbox game showcase, the Halo Infinite stuff got me so fucking amped up that I was like, fuck it. I played Halo 5 campaign yesterday because I never finished it and I beat that whole whole thing yesterday. So uh I finished that. And it it's a campaign that didn't click with me when the game came out like fucking five years ago, four years ago. But I feel like that has a there's like a there's like an R around that campaign of people saying it's really bad and it's not good. And don't get me wrong, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Um uh, is it is it bad for a Halo story? Yes. Is it, you know, it's still Halo, like the gunplay's fine. The mission some of the missions are really short. Like it's a fifteen like there's a fifteen missions, but some of those missions are like uh, that was like you know ten minutes. That's not a fucking Ex- mission. Excluding like lore outside of the game, what is considered a good Halo story though? Like I just don't. I've never considered that game like, um, a good story game. See, I'm I'm weird. I love Halo. Like Halo is like like Halo One is one of my favorite. Like Halo One is probably in my top five of games of all time. I love Halo. That Halo, makes sense, it's like- Halo has like a huge like part of my gaming life. Like. But a lot of Halo and what makes Halo so special to me is the multiplayer because I grew up playing that multiplayer and I grew up with my friends playing that multiplayer. So I care more about the Halo multiplayer being amazing than I necessarily care about the single player That's being amazing. That's all I've ever cared about Halo is the multiplayer. Uh, but I have enjoyed the stories over time. I think most people are probably like, you know, Halo 1 through 3 are the best Halo stories. Some people say Halo reaches the favorite for me, Halo Reach, that's one of those ones that I'm going to replay before Infinite comes out because maybe I just played it at a, at a weird time in my life that I didn't care about the story as much or it didn't, I don't, I don't know. But so many people say that Halo Reach is the best campaign, and I have, like, no solid opinion on, on that. Um, oh, I re- for some reason, I remember ODST as being one of my favorite campaigns yeah, which a lot is of people a like that one. you don't you don't play as master chief as far as i can remember yeah you don't um, reach either <laughs> yeah halo reach is a prequel to the yeah halo you play as like the dudes like i forget what dude you play as but you play as, yeah. like a squad of like i actually maybe, maybe i have a little bit of clouded judgment with halo reach because i don't think i like halo reach's multiplayer that much so that might be why i don't like halo i reach. played a lot of halo reach multiplayer actually i mean Probably i played a lot I've of played it. I just, three. I just don't I there was I didn't like some of the stuff they added to it. Um, the other part of it is I bought like a very expensive collector's edition of Halo Reach. I have like a I have a statue in my closet of the Halo people from that game, the whatever the four squad people are. I have like a giant statue in my closet. Um, but yeah, for me, Halo One is like is like a bit is a big deal. But Halo 5's campaign is not that bad. I mean, it's short. It's a quick play. I played most of it yesterday. I mean, I was probably already like four or five missions in, but I finished it yesterday. So, I mean, it's not it's not terrible. It's not the worst. The multiplayer slept on in Halo Five. I think Halo 5's multiplayer is very solid. Um, and I'm excited and hopeful for for what three four three is going to hopefully do with with Halo Infinite. Um, but yeah. I feel like I had something else to say about Halo 5, but we're going to just move on to the Xbox Game Showcase, which is really the big Xbox uh, show. I know that they already did some Series X stuff, you know, two months ago with the third-party support stuff, and there were some cool things there. Uh, I think it was kind of a bummer for a lot of people. I know Todd wasn't a big fan. I don't think anything really st- stuck up to Mike that much either. Maybe the Bandai game. Um, 
I forget what it's called now. You remember what I'm talking about, Mike? It was like no. a uh, it was like a hack and slash like bayonetta esque, but it was like uh, you could like manipulate the environment to like throw things at people and stuff. You remember the game at least, just not what it's called. You know what I'm talking about? No, that's not ringing any bells at all. What the fuck? Um, Bandai Namco Xbox Series. Do you know what I'm talking about, Todd? Does the does the game the Scarlet Nexus? Oh, oh I'm seeing that. That's they showed that. Yeah, they didn't show that yesterday. I'm talking about this was oh, from okay. the the two months ago one. Oh um, yeah. But this one was focused on. They went into it saying this is a focus on first party games. There was some non first party stuff shown off. Um, but I think it was more just kind of like cool things that they were bringing to the to the table, not necessarily like here's these crazy big reveals from a third party. Um, so we got over twenty games. Uh, pretty much everything is going to be day and date on Game Pass, which is huge. If if you're listening to this and you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, I don't really know what you're doing. I I don't. I really don't. I mean, there's a lot of great games on Game Pass, like a lot of great games. Um, and all Microsoft's first party stuff has been on Game Pass and will continue to be that way. Um, so most of the stuff we talk about going forward here is going to be on Game Pass when it launches. So they went started off with a bang. I thought they were going to close with Halo, but instead they decided to kick it off with like 15 minutes of Halo Infinite. And I'll reserve what I want to say about Halo Infinite because I know Todd has a differing opinion here. I don't think this game is going to launch with the console. I what, personally don't what, think it looks. It didn't, it didn't look ready. It, the game doesn't look ready. It, it doesn't look. It like looks like an Xbox One game. It doesn't look like Todd, a Todd. It's it's the end of July. I'm not the only if person this thinking game... this either. That dude. That's not a long time though. That's what do they get like five months before it launches? That's not a lot of time. If um, what I'm saying is, if Microsoft thought that this game wasn't going to be coming out to launch with the system, they would say that today or yesterday. They would have said that. I'm still convinced that both consoles aren't going to launch when they say they're going to launch because of COVID. And if things, I, I'm convinced that like they're just going to wait, wait it out and see what the environment's like and then make a decision last minute. I don't think that's going to happen either, but sure. It's not like they can just decide to do this whenever they want. I mean, they have, they have to have commitments lined up to all these retailers that are going to sell the product. Yeah, but like, with COVID, there's, like, circumstances that, like, they can change. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much unknown still that, like, yeah, they can but probably I, get out of this shit. I, I, don't, I don't think that I, – I, Sony announced, like, last week that they're ramping up more production because they want to have more PlayStation 5s available for the launch. Yeah. Like, I – you're – Wherever, whatever, whatever tinfoil hat you're wearing. Like, or whatever, well, no, like, like we Twitter said this. this we said wrong. this Halo has to be like a big deal, and that Halo did not look amazing. Did it look cool? Yeah, it looked kind of cool. The weapons look cool, but I don't know, man. That's like that's not what I expected them to come out with. I expected them to come out with something like like that dialogue between Chief and that other guy was just cringy. It didn't. It was was weird. It didn't work for me. Like I just I. I thought the guy was graphically looked terrible that he was with that was with Chief. Um, See, I, I'm convinced. Did you click on that link that I, I sent watched, you last yeah, no, night? I watched it afterwards too. Yeah, I you cannot it. watch that 4K. It's like when I sent you. Video. It's like when I sent you the picture of Joel versus like the other guy. Like it's like night and day. Like how much better Joel's like animations look 
compared to like that dude. It's like it's not even close. He, the dude in Halo looks like a cartoon. Joel looks like a real person. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't because I, I, dude, I'm, I, I'm, I'm convinced that you did not watch the 4K version. There's of a lot the, of people of... that share my opinion on. Todd, this. there's a lot of people that that are trolls on the internet, and there's a lot of people that are are Sony ponies and are purposely going out of their way to say things about Microsoft. Did I think this was an amazing fucking 10 out of 10 showcase? No. This needed to be a home run, I think, personally, especially leading this next generation, this reveal. I think it's needed to be a home run for them. I mean, I thought it was. The only thing that I wish, the only thing that it, it could have done more for me was show me more of the game or show me multiplayer, which... We know multiplayer is going to be good, so I'm not worried about multiplayer. Yeah, but I, it'd I, be great to see it. I, I wasn't expecting that, though, because Microsoft up front said this is a campaign reveal. They're showing single-player gameplay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I thought the game looked gorgeous and crispy. I mean, I watched that fucking trailer more than once. And Have after you seen, you like, s- all the memes with that, like, dude with his armor off, though? Like, he, that looked bad, even on the 4K video. It doesn't look good with the dude, like, the, whatever they're called, the, the brutes or whatever they're called. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But at the same time, like, I'm not, like, I'm not playing Halo for this, like, I need the enemy that's, you know, an alien that is already, like, a stylized you know, thing. It's not supposed to be this fucking uh, clicker in a fucking basement in the dark, you know, scaring the shit out of you. It's a, it's a fucking alien grunt that you're shooting in a, you know... I mean, look at the Halo franchise. I, I would imagine that it, it definitely ears a little bit closer on the realism side of things, but I don't think it's like this photorealistic thing besides the humans. I, I still think there's a little bit of elements of like fantasy there and stuff. I don't know. Nothing about the graphics was a negative. To I me mean, the graphics isn't going to affect if I buy the game or not. So it's not like something that's going to change me. Buying I mean, you're the not going to buy the game because it's on fucking Game Pass. Of course, so yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to play it up when it comes out. But even like the AI seemed really shoddy. Like, and I rewatched it again. I'm like, was I just seeing yeah, things? And like, when those guys yeah. drop down, and they're like, ah, and then there's a standing still I mean, for like 30 seconds, listen. and I'm like. Is it running an engine? I'm sure it is. is it, it, was, it was running is it, on a, a PC build, I it, read. Is it someone playing the game? I'm sure it is. But is it scripted for the most part, if not fully? Yeah, of course, most likely. Of course. It's a fucking it's a, it's a trailer for a fucking showcase. I mean, what do you what do you what do you need the enemies to be doing? Running hard flanks and like killing Master Chief? Like that's not gonna happen in a fucking trailer. Like what are you doing? What are you talking I about? I expect so I expected a little more changes than just a fucking grappling hook. Like we it looks like the same Halo but game. You don't know everything about the game. And I um, mean Yeah, but I I'm mean, saying with what they launched, like if they I told you, like they, I think they should have come out swinging with some like I revolutionary mean, I, shit. Again, I'd be like, whoa. I, I, I think they did, and I think it's a change for the franchise. I mean, there's a grappling hook which completely changes. It looks terrible. The like you got you got whipped into a guy and then like it's like, okay. It was like, and they've done, like, everyone has a grappling hook today. You gotta, like, fucking put that in every game now. I mean, you don't. They literally took grappling hooks out of Breath of the Wild. Like, a hookshot has been a fucking flagship of Zelda forever, and they took it out of the game. I don't know. You can, you can not be excited about, like, the trailer. That's fine. I think, I personally, it doesn't look like the game's ready from what they showed. I don't know, though. Like, I have no idea. It didn't look like a, a game that's, like, ready to go. I, I don't know what that means. I, I I think you would have been happier with just the cinematic trailer and not gameplay or something. I, I, I no, because I want to see gameplay. I want to, like... I thought the pistol looked really cool. That, the like, the... Whatever pistol he had in the game. But um, I thought the guns looked really cool, too. Like, but uh, I don't know. It just looked like more of the same. Minus a grappling hook. And now it's open world. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what you specifically want for it because you just said before this, you know, like you don't really care about the Halo story. You don't really care about anything but the Halo multiplayer. So I, I don't know what but you're I expecting would, from the Halo campaign. I, one of the reasons I don't care about the story is because I don't think that the, the story gameplay is really anything that incredible minus the first one. Like, I, I just never found the gameplay of the story. Like, I don't think the story is that great, but, like, the gameplay itself isn't anything special either in any of these campaigns, for, for me personally. I mean, if you've only played Halo 1 through 3, I mean... It... I played I played uh, 4. I played, like, I played halfway through 4. I actually thought 4 was one of the better campaigns, but I don't think... I still don't think the gameplay felt amazing or revolutionary or anything. I, I feel like Halo is like a huge, huge, huge deal. It's like one of the biggest video games of all time. I just think it's weird. I don't know. Like I said, we haven't seen enough, so I don't know. I, I want to be completely, completely wrong. I hope I'm completely wrong. I, I know you're completely wrong because I'm, I'm, my reaction to that is anything like is, is not even a fucking slither the same of your reaction to that. Like, Everything about that it made it made me not play Paper Mario or Ghost of Tsushima yesterday. It made me play Halo Five. That's what yesterday made me do. It made me play Halo Five story because I wanted to be like caught up with the Halo universe story. Um, and I mean, the grappling hook is not what I would have expected them to add for some sort of like new type of you know traversal and and battle mechanics um i'm sure there are other things that are going to be there i mean there was some sort of shield thing that he threw down so i'm sure there's going to be other types of gadgets and stuff and if you if you looked at like i watched the trailer a few times because i'm very excited for this game and halo like i said before means a lot to me so like I'm, i'm very excited for this game and if you look at when they pull up the map other than the fact that clearly this is some sort of there there's some sort of open world element to the game there's also was a tab for upgrades. So I'm wondering if there's also like some for the campaign, at least some light like level up system or or like, you know, you need to do things to get better gear or specific types of gear or something. So I'm I'm really excited for what this multi uh, the single player could be. Um, I thought and I thought it looked gorgeous. I mean, it they're clearly soft rebooting the franchise. They've I think they've kind of alluded to that, if not said it directly. Um and this, I think, is, is I mean, I think the the design choice of what they're going for here is they're clearly trying to go for a Halo One aesthetic, which I think is the best Halo. So I'm I'm fucking all in on this game. And uh, yeah, Mike, how do you feel about Halo? I don't care. <laughs> now, did you? We don't have to say people's names, but when we used to go over, uh the one house with two dogs mm-hmm. in high school did you ever hop on and play halo i feel like you may have hop- grabbed the controller a few times um i might have it didn't have a great time i mean you're not a big fps guy i personally no. think this game's gonna have a rocky launch and it's gonna fucking be an amazing game after like a year because if they say they're not making more after this i think it's gonna not be what people are expecting of it right out the gate and then I think that they're going to just keep on adding to it like a Destiny game, and then it's going to probably be something even greater than what we were hoping for. But I don't uh, think it's going to start out... I don't, I don't think it's going to... I don't know. I don't know. I think, you, I think you are reading too much negativity on the internet, because there was a I big, there was a big thing going around today and yesterday, you know, people saying and saying that it had, you know, it had 
viable sources to this being true that Halo Infinite wasn't going to launch with multiplayer. And then someone in an interview from yeah, Xbox, that was a cave. but people were believing it, and it was spreading across the internet like crazy. And then I someone, someone from Xbox or someone from 343 in a in an interview said, "No, that's crazy. This game will launch with multiplayer. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's Halo. Like, yes, it's going to launch with multiplayer. What are you talking right. about?" Um, but you saying that, I do have a point that I was going to get to at the end, so I'll wait to the end about about what I think their plans are with halo infinite based on what they've said and what what we can maybe glean from some other things that happen in the showcase so moving on then we got a state of decay 3 teaser which we talked about state of decay last week i I Todd's not really a big fan i wonder if this game will do anything i am so funny because when you when yeah we were like texting like oh todd a game for you and i was like oh this, this looks pretty cool oh cool i was i was like oh this looks like it's almost trying to be like um fucking the robot dinosaurs i'm like what are they doing zombie animals now for a game like oh here we go but uh then it said state of decay and i was like because like two i think is personally a step took a step backwards i know a lot of people like two i thought one had better game modes yeah um from what i was reading this game is very early in production so okay i i think they're i think they're because i mean that trailer to me i mean granted it was just a cinematic trailer like I didn't get State of Decay vibes from that. No, like, same. I, I thought it was a, I think it I thought a, it was a new IP. Yeah, same. I did too. That's why I got excited. I was like, oh, here we go. Something new. You uh, know? So, I, I but, mean, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that they can take that, that franchise in a, in a, 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 a better that direction. Franchise. That franchise, to this day, I just played it like three weeks ago, is still janky as fuck. It is not a smooth running game. It is very, very janky. Up and, and this is like supposed to be like, you know, one of their babies, I guess. I don't even know. Is who is that? Played. What's the name of the developer? Uh, I think it's Undead Labs. Labs. Yeah, Undead Labs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> right when they announced State of Decay Three, I was like, my, I got a little hyped up for that game, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Mike in the group chat said, uh, "Oh, look, Last of Us 3. I think yeah, it's I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, what is this? Like some kind of Last of Us clone? I thought it was Last of Us Three, and then when I saw the deer thing, I'm like, oh, it's Annihilation. And then it said Save the K3. I'm like, I don't know what any of this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely a few games in here that when they happened, I text the group and I was like, Todd game. Because um, I think there are a few there for you. The next game they showed off, which, like, uh, so we'll, we'll just get into it. Forza Motorsport, which they, Phil Spencer hopped on screen to mention a few specific things about this game before they showed it off, is that it's going to have ray tracing. And then natively, it's going to have 4K 60 FPS natively. So I'm like, I'm so confused about the next gen consoles right now because they're supposed to both be PS5, Xbox Series X, supposed to be these big, powerful machines. But we get that tweet, you know, last week or whatever, two weeks ago from Insomniac that says, you can play in graphics mode where it's 4K 30 FPS, or you can play in performance mode where it's not 4K and it's, you know, 60 FPS. And that was kind of a weird thing. I don't know why that was a thing. And now we have him coming out here specifically saying, like, this will play this way at this resolution at, you know, 60 frames. I, I just I, I don't know are are not all games next generation on these two platforms going to be sixty frames four K optimized like, like I just it. don't get it 
don't need a man. It's, um, I feel like they're rushing these consoles. Like these, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like we could have used another like year or two with um with uh PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Look at like look at the games that they just put out on fucking PlayStation Four, and like they're starting to really fucking work with that console and fucking pushing its boundaries to like the max now. And it's like, oh, we're done now though. Let's get this other one out and start from scratch all over again. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, it's no, been I know it's been like seven, seven years. years. I mean, that's. I mean, it's been a while. I get it. I mean, we don't have to go into this whole thing. But Forza doing anything for anybody? It's the motorsport series, so they. I mean, for people yeah, who aren't on, on Xbox and and aren't familiar, uh, Forza's split into two different uh, franchises. They have the Forza, or I think that you're supposed to say Forza, but I'm not going to say that. Um, the Forza Motorsport series, which is a like a, a realistic racing sim, and then there's the Forza Horizon series, which is still pretty realistic, but a little bit more arcadey in terms of like what you're doing. Like it's, it's kind of like open world where you're driving around and like getting missions and like competing in circuit races and stuff. I, me and Todd and I both personally like the Horizon series better. Um, Motorsport, I mean, clearly has its following as well. Um, I think. I think for the last, I don't know, long time, uh, the Forza Motorsport series has been like the the bar setting game for people who like racing sims. Um, it'll be interesting to see how how it competes with uh, the Gran Turismo series making a comeback on the PlayStation Five because I know that was a series that kind of fell off for PlayStation. And I used to like Gran Turismo back in the day, but uh. I don't really play racing Sims anymore. I'd, I'd rather play a game like Horizon. Um, and then we got a new Rare game, which I was kind of disappointed on two things. I was disappointed that we only got one thing from Rare, and I was disappointed that we didn't also get some sort of thing for Sea of Thieves. Even though I don't yeah, play I Sea of Thieves, I, sea I, of Thieves. I, I felt like it would have been a good time to be like, oh, here's this big thing we're going to launch with Sea of Thieves. You know, and granted, they could still be doing that because I, I do think we're going to end up getting a few more the, of these types of things leading up to the holidays. Um, but Everwild from Rare, which is one of my highlights from the show, I, that we don't really know much about it. I, I haven't seen if there's been interviews or other additional footage since uh, the showcase yesterday that's come out. But this game looks amazing to me. The the art style looks incredible. Um, I don't really know what you do in the game, but I'm I'm ready to play it. You get um you rescue Pokemon and bring him back to life. Oh shit! I think he's right. Imagine if it was like they were going after Pokemon. I I don't think that's what they're going after. But no, I know. I'm just saying. Imagine if that's where like the direction it goes. Up. Yeah, but I, did this do anything for you, Todd? Uh yeah, I think that was probably the best looking game of the show for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, I think Rare's is a great studio. I I hope they have a, a winner here. What about you, Mike? Anything for Everwild? No. Uh, I can't wait to get to the end of this for Mike to be excited about uh, <laughs> zero of these games. Uh, so then we got Tell Me Why, which is a... a... It ain't nothing but... <laughs> Tell uh, me why. Which is from the <laughs> That's what studio... I thought when I said the name. Which is from the studio that does Life is Strange, so I think there will definitely be people who are excited about this. I hate those uh, style of games. I just don't like them. Yeah, well, I mean, they're meant for... I mean, there's a specific audience for them. There's people that love those types yeah, of games. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, I I'm pretty sure Life is Strange is one of Grayson, friend of the show, uh, his favorite games. And then obviously uh, Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us, Cam loves those games. 
I think they play the same, right? They play the same as the Walking Dead games. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell me why is from is from those developers. I forget the name of the studio, and uh, it's like a brother and sister with like paranormal stuff going on. Eh. Oh wait, you're talking about that game, dude. That's one of the games. I'm like, this looks like a 360 game graphically. It looked like blocky I, and. Like, I mean, it's an indie studio. I mean, no, I know, but it just looked really bad. It looked like a Deadly Premonition or whatever that new game that just launched out that looks which like is a cult fa- favorite. Yeah. Like, there's people yeah. that love that game. I mean, there's there's people that this game is here for. And I mean, you know, everything that comes out on the next generation is not going to be these 4K fucking, you know, dripping with graphics Bangers. games. And I mean, there's still going to be indie games. And I'm happy to see that there's indie games in the showcase. Um, then we got an Ori Will of the Wisps update. They're going to have a special Series X update that uh, is improved graphics and include improved, geez, improved audio. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Then uh, we got a couple of stuff from Obsidian. So we got Outer Worlds DLC, Paralon Gorgon coming out. Uh, we got Grounded, kind of just on. I'm our... actually most excited for Grounded out of anything they showed. And it comes really? out next week. Yeah. It does come out next week. I, why are you excited about that? It just looks like a fun game to play co-op with. I don't really, I haven't really dug too deep into what you do in it. Or like, it looks like a, like a. A big like a in between maybe like Liam might like it too, but it looks like an in between um like a junior Minecraft kind of game like uh you know like not like Minecraft Todd I hate I hate insects so I don't know if I'm playing this game with you oh really yeah, yeah I, like I on, nothing about play. bugs is like something I want to do <laughs> I like I mean maybe I don't know it's on Game Pass so maybe I'll hop in with you but right. I don't know yeah I mean that I'm I mean I've always been excited for that game I thought it was a cool little idea you know yeah. And then uh, the third thing, and the, actually what I did like about the Grounded presentation was like, oh, the game you've been waiting for, the most anticipated game of the year. And then they said, you know, oh, that's Cyberpunk 2077, not yeah. this. I, I enjoyed that little joke. Oh, good. Um, shot at themselves. Yeah, which is great. But uh, then a third new game from uh, Obsidian, which I'm actually pretty excited about, is called Avowed, which first-person fantasy rpg which i didn't know until after the fact is apparently set in the world of pillars of eternity so that's definitely a big plus for a lot of people because i think pillars of eternity is a is like a diablo style game rpg um but there's a lot of people that like pillars of eternity so this being set in that world i think is just kind of a bonus for a lot of people yeah they didn't show much for that game but i felt like that game has like the most potential out of all the stuff they showed i mean it's it's obsidian i mean obviously outer worlds but let me i mean follow you know what i mean like they're the yeah. old follow people so it's there's uh there's potential for that to be pretty fucking amazing uh and then we get as dusk falls which is another indie studio uh it's an interactive drama i i liked the i liked how it looked but oh, i hated I, it i hated how it looked i just it's probably not a thing i'll check out i mean it's on game pass so you never know i might download it and give it a shot um then we got some hellblade 2 updates and then jack black showed up to sing some music for psychonauts 2 which i never played psychonauts 1 psychonauts 2 i don't i have no idea if this is a th- i mean it's not again it's gonna be on game pass so i may play it yeah I'll but try it. I, I looks like i need to be really fucked up when i'm playing it <laughs> you know smoke yeah, a that, big joint and like the, you know, the just stuff fucking... they played was was very trippy um <laughs> yeah. i i meant to ask joe actually before we recorded because he played it at pax um, oh he did but i i honestly I don't know how Joe got into that because it was for um from what I can remember, Psychonauts two was at PAX, but it was like an appointment only thing and it wasn't on the show floor. 
I don't know I how Joe say, got I don't in remember there. ever seeing it. I don't because I don't think it was on the floor, and I don't know how Joe got to it because I didn't set that up. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I have no idea. I I remember Joe saying he went to it after the fact when we were at the bar or something, and I was like, "What? Like, how did you get in there?" Um, Joe, Joe, was like probably, Joe was probably playing the game with Jack Black and didn't realize it. Or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then. Uh, which this is not like a new game reveal, but I thought this was actually a really cool reveal is that Destiny 2 is going to launch on Series X and it's coming to Game Pass, which I think you scooped up all that DLC. I was so fucking <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I, was, I thought about. When so, well, so, so it's like a it's like a not a full burn. It's like a half burn because I scooped up all of the previous DLC on sale. Not the new stuff, yeah, so the new, stuff the new stuff should be on Game Pass. So at least I didn't buy all pre-order all this new shit. Um, but it's cool to see Destiny there, Mike. You can now hop in fucking anytime and see your boy Lord Shacks. Yeah, I could already do that on several other consoles. <laughs> I just don't do it. Yeah, but I yeah, I could. But we've established I don't really like playing games with you guys, except for the fucking three hours of Overwatch we're gonna play after this. Yeah, see, and it's already chilling me with dread. Uh, but I'm excited <laughs> for that. I mean, it's really cool that that's going to be coming to Game Pass. That's a, I mean, that's just another reason why Game Pass is so amazing. But Destiny 2 is also supposed to get crossplay next year, so that is going to be huge for the Destiny community because it's going to be so many more people able to to play that game, which is cool. Uh, and then we got uh, Stalker 2, which is going to be a console launch exclusive. Uh, I'm confused by that. Is does is that a new, like I know Stalker One, the first game, but is Stalker Two already out on PC, or is it like has it already been released? Or? No, when when they say console launch exclusive, that just means when it comes out, it's only going to be available on PC and Xbox. Like it's not going to be on PlayStation. So the game hasn't launched on PC or anything yet. No, 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 no. Okay. So anytime they say console launch exclusive, it just means that when it comes out, it's not going to be available on other on Nintendo or PlayStation. Gotcha. Um. I thought this was a Todd game. I have no interest. Yeah, in I'll that. probably like that. I'm, I'm probably like, uh, I always wanted to play the first Stalker, so I'm, I, I'll definitely be playing that. You know. Yeah. Because it's pretty. And I'm pretty sure that everything shown off in the showcase is going to be on Game Pass. I'm, Wait, I'm pretty a, a sure. Stalker or an Xbox? That's an Xbox. Um, what's it call it? Developer? The people who made that is is that someone that they picked up? Or? No. See, a few things were not because. No, a few of these games that were shown off are not Microsoft games. Okay. Um, I think I think the next three being the next four being that. So Stalker and then the next few that I talk about. Um, so then we're getting a war, new Warhammer game for forty thousand Dark Tide, which is another console launch exclusive. I have no interest or ties to Warhammer, yeah, so same. I don't care. I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass, and it's. A four-player co-op game, so maybe we'll check it out. But... I played one of the Warhammers. It wasn't bad, but um, and I think it was on Game Pass like a, like a while, a long time ago. But um, yeah, yeah for it's nothing that I might die to play. Is the one yes, that... yeah, 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 that's the one I played. But I mean, it's there. There's uh, there's an audience for that. I mean, there's people that play the Warhammer games. Um, the next game that they showed is like I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. There's gonna be more to this, and it's gonna be fucking achievements on Xbox. Tetris Effect Connected, which is all of the goodness of Tetris Effect plus co-op and plus multiplayer so i'm like fuck i love tetris i you know i love tetris effect if you have a i don't i don't know if tetris effect is on pc 
And if it is, I don't know if it has VR support, but Tetris Effect on PSVR is a fucking experience. Todd, you need to fucking buy it. Yeah, I mean, I like Tetris, don't get me wrong, but I'm not, like, itching to, like, play it. Like, I don't need to... Like, I, like the one that was on Switch was fun, but, like, then I realized how bad I am compared to, like, 90% of the people I'm yeah. playing against. And well, that's just like, so disheartening. It's so, like, oh, yeah, okay. Tetris 99 is a little bit tough because it's, like, it's you're playing against people, so you, you gotta fucking, you know, you gotta, you gotta step up with your fucking game. But Tetris Effect is, you know, at least the original game, this one's gonna add co-op multiplayer, but it'll still have all the original stuff in it is such a singular experience and the music is so good and the vibe is so like everything about it is just so good and for a game that's tetris which is you know a fucking fixed screen with blocks falling down you know the xbox version if you're if you're confused by why i'm talking about the playstation one is not going to have vr from what i understand unless they the series x eventually gets a headset who knows but tetris effect in vr for a game that is a flat screen with blocks moving down is such a fucking special experience like i fuck if you have psvr find a way to borrow tetris effect from somebody and play that for just a fucking speck of time so you can come borrow it i'll give it to you you can borrow it it's so amazing um so yeah i'm excited to see that and it's coming to game pass so i can just get all those achievements and play that game i can't wait and then the next game which is from the SteamWorld uh dig developers image and form the gunk which it didn't do much for me it looked interesting. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it showed enough, but I was like a little intrigued. I thought like the gun yeah. physics looked kind of cool, sucking it up and everything. But I mean, it, we'll it's it, what what a game like that. What gives me hope is that Image and Form, the developers for the Steam World Dig series, they're good developers. So I yeah, think there exactly. is going to be a good game here. I just wasn't like, ah, you know, the backwards paper Mar, uh, backwards uh, Mario Sunshine, where I'm, or not backwards, but I'm vacuuming up goo instead of washing it away with water yeah i don't know how i feel about it and then sure. this next game which they showed off before but they went in a little bit more uh deeper here is not for me but i think that this could be something that todd would be interested in is the medium it looked a little rushed to me but it didn't i don't i like playing games like that but i also don't like playing games like silent hill where it's not a lot it's more exploring and like jump scare kind of shit whereas like you know like that game didn't show what you do in it besides how it switched from one dimension to the other yeah so i which need to I, see more on it i did like that like yeah i cool. wish, I wish this cool. wasn't a scary game because i liked the idea that like there's these two realities running at the same time and whatever mechanic in the game lets you switch between the two uh like, it looks really interesting, but because it's definitely a game that is meant to make you shit yourself, I am not going to play that game. If you made it through The Rat King, you can play anything at this point. The Rat King? From Last of Us 2? Oh, that was nothing! Are you, I've played I've played way scarier things compared to The Rat King and Last of Us 2. Just that whole level, though, like, with the people in the walls and everything that kept on yeah, jumping Yeah, I mean, out. it's definitely... I mean, don't get me wrong, Last of Us 2, you know, it made me un, uneasy many times, but I've played things that were overall scarier, for sure. I was really hoping they were gonna like come out of nowhere with a um, what's that game that uh, condemned Criminal Origins. I was really hoping they were gonna just drop a new one on us like out of nowhere. Is that an Xbox they, title? It was the the original one was. I don't think the sequel. The sequel. It's from um, Warner Brother Games, I believe. Which isn't Xbox trying to buy them or a bunch of people. They've at least had the conversation. So yeah, it would be crazy if 
if like closer to launch there was like oh we got another game showcase and here's all the warner brothers games we're, we're gonna have exclusive right, or something um and then we got a new update coming to fantasy star online 2 called new genesis which looks to be adding a shit ton of new things i'm i'm begging both of you download fantasy star 2 it's free it's on game pass fucking play it with me because i that, don't get play that weeb shit out of my face it's so good it's so <laughs> good fantasy star is so fucking good i love fantasy star y- you know why you would like it mike do you can i tell you why you'd like it sure it because anime eyes <laughs> sure because there's a rhythm to the combat so like you know it's kind of like monster hunter you're you're fighting these big things you, you, you take on quests you do these things but the combat the class you pick, like, say you're a ranger, so you're using, like, you know, bows and guns and stuff. You know, any any of the combat you pick, it's all, like, kind of rhythm-based, where your attacks are stronger if you press them at the right time. So it's like, oh, if you ch- hold this button and charge up your power shot, and you let go of it at the correct time, it's more powerful than if you just hold it and charge it up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of little nuanced timing things, which is why I like like Paper Mario is so good because I like all of those games. I like the timing in the battles where if you time your attacks properly, you get more damage. It's the same type of mechanic, just presented a little bit differently. I I like that a lot because it just it, it just immerses you more because you're paying way more attention to what's going on because you're like fuck, I need to like make sure I'm hitting my attacks right. Fuck, Fantasy Star is so good. Fantasy Star is so fucking good. It's left on. Someone play it with me, goddammit. It's free. Eh, um, I would rather play Paladins. No, what? <laughs> I mean, I'll play Paladins too, sure. Let's go. Let's give it a shot. I played Pal- Paladins on Switch. It wasn't that good. <laughs> I played it too. It's whatever. Uh, Mike loves that game. Yeah, it's great. My favorite character is... Um, the guy who's uh, Reaper? Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso. Yeah, the oh, guy I gotta watch. Reaper. Yo, that reminds me. I gotta go. I was watching Dunkey videos yesterday, and I was like, "What are the classic ones?" And I forgot about that one. The, pa- the Overwatch oh, one, or whatever. Paladin's one is so good. I it's watched. So- well, I watched the Overwatch one, and it made it reminded me of you because he's like, it's just all about Hanzo, and they're like, "Can you get off Hanzo?" And he's like, "Kidding, like mass. He's getting so many kills. Like, dude, just switch off from Hanzo already." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> just getting like so many kills, and then it's- he plays Roadhog, and he's just sitting down the whole time, and yeah. people. <laughs> it's funny it's funny because like anytime especially recently when we've been when i've been picking hanzo i've been playing pretty well hanzo's dirty like, man i i love having hanzo so but like, I, I in the back of my mind the whole time and i have to like mute this <laughs> thing going on it's always like are the people not not in our group like mad that i'm playing hanzo right now because they probably no. are coming from someone who played that game a lot by myself that's one of the few characters that doesn't bother me when someone picks it because i usually see people doing somewhat decent with hanzo I mean, I'm so removed from the game that I don't care who anyone picks as long as they're playing oh, yeah. well. I don't yes. care. Like, like when we, like when we got that widow the other night, I was like, I don't care if you're playing widow. Just like as long as you're good, like right. as long as you're doing your job as widow, I don't care if you're playing widow. I don't care who you use. I just want you to be playing good. Um. Anyways, so then wrapping this up a little bit, we got uh Crossfire X, which I did a little bit of digging after. It's a little confusing. So the multiplayer aspect of it is on game pass and it is developed by one studio but the single player is gonna be not on game pass or to pay for it and that's being developed by remedy there was a beta for the the um the multiplayer fairly recently 
Yeah. So when I Googled Crossfire, because like apparently there was a like this is the second game or a new game in the series. Apparently the first game was like at one point the most played multiplayer game ever, or at yeah. least at least when it was out. Uh, so I mean. Maybe there's a lot of people excited about this game. I have no idea. I heard idea. the multiplayer was okay, but they said that there's a mode where you play like, I, it's like either your team's a bunch of invisible guys and the other team um, has to like basically kill four invisible characters that can only use knives. And uh, it, everyone was saying that's the best mode in, in the multiplayer. I mean, is is the multiplayer out now on Game Pass? I don't think so. I think I double checked. I think it comes out a little later. I mean, I'll definitely check that out. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. I'm know, definitely down to check that out. But I, I, I think I feel like this game for some reason kind of got. Sw- I don't see people talking about it, but I feel like the fact that Remedy is working on the single player, I feel like that's notable. I feel like people I should thought it be looked good, but I think it looked a little generic. Maybe that's probably why people aren't talking about Maybe. it. Maybe I don't know. But I mean, like... coming coming off of last year, they put out Control. I feel like more people should be like. They should they should have this on their radar at least at least. Well, if you I don't think know. about it, when when Pete when Control got Game of the Year from a lot of places, people were like, what the fuck is this game? You know, like there was plenty of people out there that had no idea what Control was. I mean, I which still is think so weird to me. I don't know what Control is. Yeah, there's tons out there. They're like, wait, that was the Game of the Year for this place? Like what? Control is one of those scenarios where I'm happy that it wasn't locked to one pl- one platform, but it probably would have gotten more exposure if it was. In Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, absolutely, store. yeah, absolutely. Um, it would have been get way get caught deal. up in the crossfire. Um, I'm just thinking about that the entire time. <laughs> are you like, is Crossfire igniting any interest in you, Mike? Because it's Remedy, because it's Control. I honestly don't even remember that game showing up during the thing. Like, I, <laughs> it, I it forgot. The... I feel like if I seen the word Crossfire, I would have immediately started talking about the old like board like tabletop game crossfire and I would have been singing the commercial scene that entire time. So yeah. I don't remember that. It was this it was the second to last game they showed off. The final game being Fable, which they didn't show much, but they at least put all of the rumors and speculation to bed that yes, Fable's coming and yes, it's being made by Playground Games. Um I'm excited. I I'm excited to see that Microsoft is clearly looking at the studios they have and looking at the franchises they they have under their belt and they're trying to formulate like what their like what their core lineup of games is and obviously you got halo uh they they really want to make state of decay a thing obviously if the two forza games um i would be shocked if they ever let i mean i know that they've let ori get published on other platforms at this point but I'd be shocked if they let whatever Moon Studios, the developers behind Ori, do anything else exclusively anywhere else at this point. Um, you know, avowed. Well, I, I think I think we'll get some sort of like RPG from Obsidian over time. Like that'll be a, a core thing they fall back on. Um, but Fable being like the thing to kind of round out their core franchises. Um, I'm I'm excited. Um, a few other things that they showed before in the pre-show um, that they didn't talk about during the showcase. Balan Wonderland, which is a Square Enix platformer. Some people are really excited about it. That trailer looked like hot garbage to me. It Wait, what? Which good. one was that? So there was a few games they showed in the pre-show on the, uh, the okay. on the Jeff Keighley thing. There was some things they showed before. Um so Balan Wonderland was one of them. It's a Square Enix platformer. It did not look good to me. Dragon Quest XI Definitive Edition 
coming to Xbox is really amazing because that game yeah, I'm is great. About that. That but game's... I would rather play it on Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid, but <laughs> uh, but that game's amazing, and it's coming to Game Pass, which is fucking insane. So you're getting Dragon Quest, arguably the best Dragon Quest game, and it's coming to Game Pass. So that's huge. It's coming December fourth, I believe. It's coming December. I think it's the fourth. Uh, and then Echo Generation, which Todd, you should definitely look at the trailer for this because I think this might be your jam. And I'm kind of of all these things here, I'm sad that Echo Generation wasn't included in the the main game showcase because it actually looked pretty good. It's like a a very stylized, blocky looking game, but it clearly is taking beats from like you know Stranger Things and a few other things. It's a turn based adventure RPG with like 80s fucking electronic music. I don't know. It looks really good. Um, so there's that. Hello Neighbor Two got revealed and i still to this day don't understand that game there, there it has its fans it has a, it has a cult following big we time. played it at pax i don't know if we you did. played it Todd, but i was with my i was behind mike while he was playing it the whole time i've played it on game pass before yeah and i'm like what am i doing i don't know what i'm I just don't it, know what it, I'm doing. it's the one where you're breaking into the guy's house <laughs> yes right? into the guy's house yeah. yes that's too stressful for me i want nothing <laughs> to do with that shit mike did you like that when you played it at pax what hello neighbor uh i don't remember so ah, no. <laughs> that was too fucking stressful for me it's on game pass if you want to revisit it mike but yeah that's that's too much for me and then the final thing they showed off uh was a game called exo mecha which is a free-to-play competitive fps coming to series x which i mean it's free to play so why not give it a shot but it actually looked pretty decent it looked very interesting um I'll say that it, it definitely it definitely will garner a download for me when it comes out. We'll see if I keep playing it or not. Um, but overall, I guess how, how was this Xbox showcase for the two of you, Mike? How how was it for you? Was there anything that stood out to you? Was there any, what, did it do did it do anything for you? Did it sell a Series X day one for you? Did how did you feel after the end of this showcase? I think by the end, the only game, and I forgot about it until you said it at some point during all this was i think medium was the only one that actually looked kind of interesting to me if only for like i want to see what the gimmick is with the whole i don't know upside down shit that they had going on there yeah, yeah. I, I like the gimmick look good but spookiness doesn't is not a factor for you mike like the, the that game is clearly supposed to be like a psychological thriller i don't know mm-hmm. like, um we'll see so off top you, of my you guys head. just you guys both don't like like horror games i don't like horror games and the closest oh, i can say that i've been to horror ones. were like limbo maybe and um i think i thought control would be a lot scarier than it actually was because when i when i got and started playing control i didn't actually know the sound close. effects are kind of weird and, and, and like it definitely seems like it could be a very eerie game when you start playing control out the gates you know like I'm yeah. like, is this going to be weird or like the sound effects and everything? It has great like sound design in that game. Yeah, so like I went through that, so I can't call it a scary game, but I thought it was, and I gave it a shot, and then it ended up being like not scary. So I don't know if the same things gonna happen here. Okay. I hope I, mean, I'm I, able eight, I would have know, to. I would same. have to actually see gameplay and shit, but. Yeah, I don't know. See, I I think this is supposed to be scary, but. I don't know. Definitely not for me. Anything like, I else? wouldn't play a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Brendan, you should really... I'll let you borrow Resident Evil 7 for VR. 
Are you fucking crazy? Dude, you would probably lose your mind because I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, to, I don't need to, not to, lose, to do that. I played it during the day, I and I knew because I already played the game before regular. I had to take the headset off, and I was, like, sweating, and I'm like, I can't do this. I never played it again. I couldn't even get to the point that I knew was coming, and I couldn't do it. I could only imagine sitting at the table with the family, though. It's fucking you crazy. You like that shit. I and love it. you couldn't get to it. There's no fucking way yeah, right. I, could, I would are you kidding me you would have to both be sitting actually i wouldn't i would want both of you to be sitting in the room but i also wouldn't because if one of you fucked with me and touched me during this i would fucking that would be explode. a great stream though i gotta say you know yeah, like, that, that would, would be, be a really good stream oh, oh. i'm, I'm like I'm, literally, I'm sweating thinking about even attempting to play that game in vr oh. <laughs> anything else mike anything else pop out to you no i think that was it okay what about you, Todd? What I don't know. I feel the same way about this presentation as I did about PlayStation. There's nothing that's really, like, got me... Obviously, I'm going to buy them both, but, like, nothing that's got me, like, I can't wait, you know? Like, we'll see. Just... We'll yeah. wait and see. I mean, I mean, obviously, Halo will be good because we can just play multiplayer together, so that's that aspect of things is cool, so I'm cool with that. But, um, yeah, nothing else really... It just looked like a bunch of launch titles. A lot of unknown, basically, you know? Yeah. Games that could possibly be sleepers or games that could just be fucking terrible, like sevens or sixes, you know? Yeah. See, it's it's tough for me because like I love Halo and I liked the Halo presentation and I am excited for that game. So that alone, I think this is was a great showcase. If you but if you were to remove Halo from my like take on the showcase, I thought Everwild's I st- oh I st- I thought Everwild my basically my my hitters were Everwild looked great I want to know more about that game um, Avowed looked like it could be my jam so I'm excited for that um, and then you know Tetris Effect connected which isn't this big brand new thing but I'm really excited that that's coming to Xbox with multiplayer because I I love Tetris and I love Tetris Effect um, and then Fable I mean is is awesome so I'm I'm excited that they're going to be doing that but the Nothing's launching with it, really, though. You know, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, things are launching with it, but there's nothing besides, if you take Halo out of the equation, it's like, what do you got, you know? But but that's the, see, that's the thing for me is, like, I, Same with PlayStation. It's the same with PlayStation is, I I will get a PlayStation. I just don't know if I'll get one at launch because I don't, they didn't show me anything really at launch that I cared about. At least with the Series X, I have Halo, and that's enough for me. Yeah. I can understand that not being the same for everyone, though. But one of the things I wanted to to, to bring up, because I, I thought it was interesting, is that Halo Infinite is is a soft reboot of the franchise. And one of the other things that came out with what they were talking about, you know, post, post-show, is they plan on this being the Halo game for a long time, which is could potentially be a really good thing. They plan on adding to the campaign... I'm sure this means they'll continue to add and evolve the multiplayer. Um, so I'm I'm interested in to see how that shakes out. But at the same time, Forza Motorsport did not have a number, and Fable did not have a number. Yeah. So are they soft rebooting Fable, and are they moving Forza into a live service game? I don't know. I, I don't think they're moving everything to a live service game, but I'm wondering if 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 Microsoft is approaching this next generation in a very different way than it seems 
anyone else's, including PlayStation, uh, where, you know, their their main game, their flagship fucking franchise, Halo, is going to be the Halo game for the console's life cycle. Well, they'll add to it over time. Forza, well, it makes sense, though, because we only got one Halo for fucking um, this last generation, you know? And they never did anything with it, though. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I, I mean, it just probably didn't do that well, to be honest. But, I mean, if you look at previous generations, I mean, Halo 1 was on Xbox, and then and then 2, 3, 2, 3, 4, yeah, they had a lot of ODST and Reach were all in the 360. Yeah, so, like, crazy. you know, that's insane. That's a lot of fucking games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, guess, I guess picture that type of input or output of games or content, but it's all in Halo Infinite. Because the thing... The thing that's interesting, and I, I this specific point, I heard someone else bring up on on another show at some point, or I read it somewhere, I can't remember. Um, they made a point to say at one point, Halo was the king. Halo was like the big multiplayer game. You know, everyone had a 360 was playing Halo. But the weird thing about Halo on the 360 is that you have Halo 2. It's this big thing, has a big community. Cool. Now we're putting out Halo 3. So all of you people that are playing Halo 2 multiplayer, if you don't buy Halo 3, you're not playing with the community. Like, the community got split. And then it got split again with Halo 4. And then it got, you know what I mean? So they kept splitting their own audience. With Halo Infinite, because it's going to be, have a heavy multiplayer focus, if this is their multiplayer game and they support it over the console's lifespan, that one player pool never goes away. You know what I mean? Like it's one big group of gamers, um, which is why I'm always confused how the Call of Duty model works because I feel like Call of Duty could make more money if they just made one game and then just kept updating it. I mean, they're doing that already, even though they're making a new game every know, year, another know, nice sixty gig update every fucking week. I'm so done with it. I think they tried to tiptoe into it with the fact that they didn't the last Call of Duty game not have a uh, single player. It did not. Sweet. What was the last one? Uh, fuck. This current one is Modern Warfare. The one before yep. that, was it World War II? World War II had a campaign because I actually really enjoyed that campaign. So the but... one before that then didn't have a campaign. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, that. and everyone freaked out about it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, I'm curious. But I, I think it's very interesting that they're approaching their flagship franchise in a way that's like, hey, this isn't a live service game, but we're going to make this so that this is the game for this platform for potentially the life cycle of the Series X. Um, and then Forza Motorsport, I mean, that kind of makes sense for them to make that more of a live service game or at least more of a game where it's like, you know, we make a new Forza Motor. If we make two Forza Motorsport games on the Series X, you know, what really is changing between the two? We can just add cars and add DLC and add racetracks. So I feel like that might be smart. And I feel like uh, rebooting Fable makes sense to just reboot at this point because I know people love Fable, but like I mean I don't know it's just that, that I just don't care. I mean if it's a great game, cool. I played Fable three or two. I don't remember which one. I don't even know how many there are. I, I played the one on three hundred and sixty or whatever three, one that one was. Three. I think I played three, and I remember the one. I think three was the one that they took away a lot of like the choices and like how the game can be affected compared to like two. So I don't think three was like held to like a high regard as much as the other two, but I mean I I, it was it was fun, but it wasn't like I don't, it was whatever. I don't remember how much of three I played. I know I played one and two. I don't remember how much of three I played. It was a long time ago. 
I mean, it was a long yeah, time. Yeah, it definitely was. Point. I mean, I was much younger, so I mean, I I don't have I have fun, I have fond memories of Fable in regards to I remember enjoying playing those games, but as far as like deeper story beats and stuff, I don't. I don't know. Is is I, I don't I know nothing about streamers. Is Nade Shot like a big streamer dude guy, whatever bro man? I mean, kind of sounds like it. Okay, well, he was like saying how like he doesn't understand why Halo wouldn't come out with a battle royale, and I just started cringing, and I'm like, no, I'm like, I get it, like I know everyone wants a battle royale these days, but I was like, I just don't care anymore. Enough. I, I stop shoving battle royales down my throat. Part of me wouldn't be surprised if they eventually add a battle royale to the multiplayer, but yeah, I'm at, sure the they same, will. at the same, well, at the same point, at the same time, they also came out and said that they, you know, the only BR in Halo is the battle rifle. Um, but again, I still wouldn't be surprised if at some point they add that as a mode. But at the same time, I mean, especially with Halo Five, they they seem to attack that game mode in their own way, where like, you know, it's not necessarily battle royale, but they have these bigger game modes like you know not just you know 4v4 or like 8v8 they have bigger game modes uh in halo 5 it's warzone and it's really fun so i mean i i would imagine that there will be something warzone-esque or something something yeah, they always big. Have, like, the big battles too like in like halo yeah. 3 there was like the big battle mode where all the vehicles were in there yeah so in, in older halos they always had big team battle yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if four had anything like this, but in five they had Warzone, which is really fun. So I mean, I I definitely expect them to have, you know, their, you know, their approach to these types of game modes. Uh, but Battle Royale, I mean, if it was there, I'd still play it. But I mean, I don't, I'm not expecting. Um. So yeah, the last thing I want to bring up before we wrap things up here is uh, San Diego Comic Con is like I guess kind of going on at the moment. I haven't been keeping up with too much of it, so I don't know if there's anything either of you want to mention that's going on with that. Those announcements throughout the week. Uh, New Mutants look so fucking good. I, I so that trailer looks like garbage to me. But do, is anyone actually excited about that? Do either of you? It's care been pushed back so many times. No, I don't give it. It's like the last movie from Fox. Like I, at this point, they should they should have released it on like video on demand like a year ago at this point because it's been such a disaster. Do you care about that, Mike? About New Mutants? Yeah. Uh, on some level, like uh, when it was initially like announced, and I think even the first trailer, I was intrigued by the premise, or rather the the representation. Like they were they were trying something different with the mutants movie, and a bunch of things just didn't go right for it. Like a bunch of things. That's the and, that's the one with the kid from Stranger Things, right? Yes. Yes, and the girl from Game of Thrones, and the girl right. from the uh, M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch it if it's on like Disney Plus or something because oh. Disney owns it. Is it coming to Disney Plus? I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't even know. Mm, as it stands, no. I bet you they'll do it eventually. Yeah, they showed a trailer. Did it say anything about when it's coming out or how it's coming out? Uh, I know I watched it, but mm, actually, when I watched it, it was like a part of a. <clears throat> it was like I was linked to the the panel directly to the trailer part of it i don't think they said anything about the the release date or anything it's as far as i can tell the problem is that there must have been some sort of contract or stipulation where like once disney absorbed fox things like certain things were required to have some sort of theatrical release and they're probably bound to that okay they're gonna they're gonna probably be like 
eight years older by the time this movie fucking releases. Yeah, I mean, who who the fuck knows about movie releases at this point? Didn't Dude, Tenet, didn't Tenet yeah, just Tenet's get just in, done, indefinitely? Yes. Yep. Didn't Avatar just get pushed back too? And the greatest news ever is that Bill and Ted is coming to video on demand, and I am so fucking pumped for that movie. You have no idea. I just can't wait. Oh, okay. So I didn't read that whole post when you shared that in the group text because yep. I saw that, and like the first thing that I saw, like the first sentence, or whatever, said like. Oh, it's gonna release in France, and in my head, I was like, "Are you going to fucking France to watch this movie, Todd? Like, what the fuck are you yeah, talking right now, about?" Now, video on demand, man. I'm psyched. I can't wait. You'll if it if if movies decide to do that and they do well, you'll see more movies doing it. Absolutely, and I think they will do well because I, I don't know. I don't think you're gonna see. I think all the people who are crying about not wearing masks are not people who go to the movies, anyways. Yeah, you know, like it's like not. The, but the, it, the, at the same time, though, like a movie like Bill and Ted. I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. It's got Keanu, so maybe it would do decent numbers. But I would imagine that's probably not going to be like this big blockbuster. I don't think so, it was going to do. I I personally think it was going to be a bomb. Personally, I didn't think it would do well it, in theaters. It's, pro- it's probably going to do better. It's going to do way better now. Absolutely, be I think that's, they probably made a smart decision. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so you'll probably, so, so probably see smaller movies decide to do that. Yes, absolutely, and it's great. I love it. What did did Matrix have a release date? Was that supposed to be coming out at a certain point? The new one, yes. Matrix Four. Yes, it, it's the Matrix. From I remember, the Matrix and John Wick Four were like slated to come out the same day, um, and I forget they had they had a date. Um, I think both of those got pushed back. At the very least, the Matrix was pushed back because I think when they were getting ready to start filming was when COVID happened. It stopped. I think they might have recently started. Filming they have again. recently started filming because that's oh, they're still filming. Like Keanu, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Any other San Diego Comic Con related stuff? I know you'd mentioned Adventure Time like before the the top of the show. Uh-huh. Well, no, I was just taking a quick look at things like Adventure Time, Infinity Train. Um, what was something else I was just looking at? You watched was... some trailer before we started. I, I don't. Oh know. yeah, Hellstorm. Yeah, what is that though? You sent that. I don't know. I don't know what that is. It, Hellstrom is. Like another Marvel property that they were going to make a show for. There was a few different shows that were supposed to come from Marvel to like appear on Hulu, and I think two of them got canceled. I'm I'm pretty sure Ghost Rider got canceled, and I think there was another one they were gonna do. I believe that got canceled too. But Hellstrom managed to slip through the cracks here. Um, I don't know much about the source material or even what's going on in the show but there's a trailer for it hmm. i'm just looking at quick updates for things that have been announced dc announces a watchman sequel about Rorschach. i didn't see that uh film or tv uh looks like it's a comic oh good. oh maybe i did hear that uh and then i don't know i don't know anything about this other than i'm just seeing a still shot here so i'm curious his Dark Materials, I guess, is getting a season two on HBO. But is that yes. the girl from from Logan? Uh, you know, now yes, that you is, say it is, that, it is. It is. I don't know why that never like registered with me before. Okay. As soon as you said, I'm like, oh shit, it is her, isn't it? I watched the first episode of the first season, and I think I caught like one other random episode because one of my friends was like into it. Is um, is this? I know nothing is, about that is, show. Is his dark materials based on the book that I had to read in college? Is it like a Homer play? Or... It's gotta be. It's definitely not a Homer play. It's um, 
I forget the name of the author, and it's foolish because I think he's like a very popular author, but he wrote um do you remember the um the Golden Compass? Do you remember that movie coming out? Yes, yeah, yeah, with uh, Nicole okay. Goodman. Yes, exactly. It, it's that book series. Oh, really? Yes. Weird. I definitely had to read this book in college. I mean, uh, I believe you. But, um, Philip, yeah. Philip Pullman? Yeah, it sounds right. So, yeah. Why did wrote... I think this was... Maybe I've read a different book in college, because I don't know who Philip Pullman is. Yeah, so it was, um, let's see, The Golden Compass, um, Amber Spyglass, and yep. Subtle Knife. Yep, wow, Mike's a fucking literary fucking <laughs> genius. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's kind of been this, I mean, this is a little bit more contained, the San Diego stuff, because it's like kind of all coming out in one week, you know, in a in a more unified way. But like the E3 stuff that was still kind of going on and spread out between all these different outlets and stuff, it's a lot to keep track of. Yeah, I I didn't follow a lot of the Comic-Con stuff, largely because I feel like, and I think there's this still happened, I just somehow missed it. Like normally before Comic-Con, I would find out when certain panels are happening, and then I would have to you know, go on Twitter or, like, see certain websites that'll keep an update. It's like, oh, you know, they just announced this. Or, like, someone's, like, keeping, like, someone's Twitter is like, oh, you know, this director just said this. And, like, you'll get, like, a crappy screen, like, a crappy cell phone camera picture of, like, something they post up on, like, a big screen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it is. But with this, because, like, I never found out officially, like, when certain panels were happening... And I wasn't like getting notifications like, oh, you know, this big story is breaking. I didn't watch a lot of the panels. I didn't find out a bunch about things happening. And then like later in the day, like, oh shit, that's right, that panel happened this morning. Well, what what did they announce? Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, unless anyone else has anything to say about San Diego Comic Con or the Xbox Game oh, Showcase, oh, you know we didn't talk about. We need to talk about something right now. Talk about. Let's it. play some fucking Overwatch. Oh shit, Mikey's <laughs> calling you out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode, episode two eleven of the Past Controller Podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv/pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show. The easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to follow us on social media, share us on social media, tell a friend about the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen on Apple, you can still leave us a review very quickly, very easily, and it very much helps us and we would appreciate it so much if you did that. If you do have a few bucks to get around and you want to help support the show, do that in a few different ways. You go to twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and subscribe to the channel. You can go to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and buy yourself some sick, sick swag. Or you can go to patreon.com slash pastthecontroller and become a patron and uh, pledge us some of your money. You can find me at bgroom if you want to come yell at me about stuff. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. And you can find Mike at underscore mycopath. And uh, yeah, I don't know. If you want to keep chatting with us and play games with us, you can join our Discord. The link to that is in our uh, on our pinned tweet and Twitter. And uh, yeah. I don't know. If you go outside, wear a fucking mask. Thanks for listening.